Today is your lucky day, because here on the Thriving Artist Podcast, where we talk about everything between motherhood, art, art community, finances, mindset, all of that stuff, we get to talk to Amy Graham, who is incredible, talented, kind, spunky. You're going to love her. She's great. So we'll hop right in. Welcome, Amy, to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Hey, before we begin, I just want to thank you for your magical superpowers that I was able to benefit from when you were in my Discover Your Unique Style Bootcamp. I I was thinking back to why the community felt so like supportive near the end versus like at the very beginning, like it felt like it kind of picked up and that there was like, I don't know, I felt connected to you guys. And that felt really good. I was trying to figure out what it was. And I think you have a connecting superpower of like, love and just like you're like that best friend that everyone wants in their group because they like include people and get people I don't know you just have has anyone told you that that's your superpower um oh that is so sweet um you want to hear something weird yeah I do (laughs) um actually one time I was praying and I was like I don't know what I have to offer because I feel like I am bad at a lot of practical things in life (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm always feeling like I'm messing up and I'm bad at adulting and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I was running on the treadmill one day and I was praying and I was like, Heavenly Father, what do I have to offer? I'm just a spaz. And the <laughs> word that came to my mind was connection. Oh, yes. So you asked if anybody's ever told me that. And I guess God did. <laughs> yes. So cool. Yeah. There's just like this energy or like this aura about you even like that can come through even on social media and like messages and stuff it's so cool that like your love can be felt even through that medium you know well thank you yeah I I have told you this before but like I really love people you know how sometimes you hear people say like uh I hate people and stuff like that Uh and I'm like no I don't I don't get that because I freaking love people (laughs) Uh, like so good. to know someone and hearing their stories and like you know humans of New York how they tell stories that you yeah. wouldn't hear about people like that is so intriguing and just interesting to me I love it yeah oh it's so cool it's so cool and I think that contributes a lot to like I feel like you have like a pretty solid following on your Instagram and I think I just, I think that's a really cool superpower to just like be able to connect with other people and like genuinely care about them and show, to show that. Cause I feel like I care about people, but I sometimes, I don't know, maybe like anxiety gets in between me and letting like, I, yeah, but for you, uh, oh, I just feel so great. open. It just feels so open and loving. Oh, well, you're amazing. And you make people feel welcome to be themselves. So I love that about you. And I don't feel like I have to be different than who I am. Yay. It can be tricky sometimes to be like a, what, like a sensitive, open-hearted person. Because uh-huh. sometimes people are like, oh, wow, that's a lot of feelings. And it gets <laughs> too much. You know what I mean? Huh. Like, it's a little, it, it's not that cool sometimes to be <laughs> very emotionally driven and and a sensitive person. So it's nice to feel safe to be that way. 
And it can be tricky sometimes on social media because this has happened to me quite a few times throughout the years where I will like pour my heart and soul out in a post and like maybe the caption or something. And it will mean so much to me. And I, and I really want to make a difference. Like I'm trying to do something that makes a difference to people for real. Yeah. And then you get like one comment oh, and then you yeah. have like, you get a new haircut and you have 47 comments. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck? Like who freaking cares? Uh-huh. But you know what I mean though? It's like, sometimes it can be hard to be a really big feeler because that's not always reciprocated in the world, especially in social media. I feel like in person, it usually is. And I love that. But on social media, it can feel very like, like, I don't know if shallow is the right word. Maybe just all busy as we're scrolling along. You know what I mean? Or we're not necessarily jumping into our feelings. We're just chilling on our phone. So, or, or they see it. And I've, I've done this before where it was like a really personal, sentimental, beautiful post that I was really touched by. And I would start writing something and be like, oh, maybe that's offensive. Or like, maybe that's the wrong thing to say, or, you know, and then somebody, somebody cuts their hair and it's like, oh, wow, you look great. Like, you know, how, you know, how you would want someone to respond to you. But then there are these really sensitive moments where, where I, yeah. And I've never thought about it that like, as as far as me posting and having silence, because I feel absolutely the same way that you do. Yeah. But interesting hearing you say it, and I'm able to see that different perspective of like, oh, but, and also I love this acronym that I learned recently of um, POST, P-O-S-T, uh, people often silently take note, which I think oh, is wow. really, really good because I think that is something that I need to remind myself often because yeah, it is, it is so tricky to put so much time into something and then be like, why do I even post? Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what is going well right now in your art world and your world of artistic endeavors? Tell me, tell me what's working. So, um, I have been, and this is stuff that I've told you before, but I'll, I'll get into it a little bit more for those, for other folks listening in. So I, um, have been doing an art business for gosh, maybe like 10 years, but it's just been in the kind of the sputtering along phase. Yeah. (laughs) Like based on if I have a baby at the time or if, whatever's going on in my life, if we're really busy or stressed or whatever, like it's, it feels like I've never really gotten to a, a, like a, a strong, solid pace. Um, so right now I have something really cool in my life. And for those who aren't quite there yet, I remember when I was in your shoes, my youngest is in first grade. (laughs) I remember being like, oh, stop rubbing it in my face. (laughs) That sounds so terrible. And I love my kids so much. I have three boys and they are a lot. They're all, they all have a lot of the hyper um, personality that I definitely had and have. Um, ADHD is strong in my family. But um, so that was always a lot of even though I had time 
that I could do art after my kids went to bed and things like that. Like I've had the physical time, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like I had the mental space because mm-hmm. I always just felt burned out and overwhelmed and exhausted. Yeah. And I tried to put so much forth to do the best I could with my kids that by the time they went to bed, I was just like, forget it. I just want to like stare at a wall or like watch Netflix or read or something. You know? Seriously. Yep. Yeah. So it was hard to push myself. And I still did manage to, um, I've still managed to do quite a bit as far as like, I've done teaching off and on. I did not classes in my home. I've done classes in like community centers and um, I will go to church groups and teach like a women's group or a young women's group. Um, So I've done a lot of that and some face painting and muraling like, but it was always tricky to schedule and it had to be when my husband was home so that he was with the kids you know just it just felt very like hectic yeah (laughs) but now is the first time that I've had some uninterrupted time so I'm really excited about that so Um, do you do you schedule it right now or is it like um, you might clean the kitchen one day and the next day you might be drawing or Or are you making sure that that's like a sacred art time? I try as much as possible to only do things when my kids are gone that, um, that takes my hundred percent like mental focus because like I can totally be like doing the dishes while they're telling me about their day or while, you know, like refereeing fighting in the other room be like, (laughs) like making dinner. You know what I mean? Like when the kids are gone then my brain can really hone in and focus because I struggle with so yeah I try to only stick to those things and every now and then I'll be like this like yesterday I was working on a, a work project and I was like at my kitchen counter and it was too messy in the kitchen I was like oh fine I just have to clean up so I can think straight so uh-huh. that's the only thing I will do but most of the time I'm like nope I'm gonna do it when they get home it's okay yeah. for them to to, you know, like I can talk to them while I clean. It's good for them to know that like mom's doing stuff too. I don't have to like stare at you every second for things to be okay. Sure. So I'm really pumped about that. Um, Another thing I'm really excited about is I've done commission and freelance work off and on for years. Um, My very favorite thing to do is I love doing um, portraits and I'm still trying to figure out how to make that a realistic part of what I do mm-hmm. um, but I saw last year I saw the power of scalable doing scalable things in my business mm-hmm. so I started doing some lesson um like handouts for church for a church group and it was really fun because I was using them myself so I was thinking like man I spent so much time on these to keep the attention of the girls that I, I teach at church. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend so much time. I should, maybe I should like put these on Etsy and see how they do. And I was really worried. Cause I was like, Oh, is that like trying to make money off of peaceful's faith? That seems like, <laughs> I don't know if that's okay, but I finally was like, I'm just going to try and see how it goes. And like the first two or three times I did it, like one sold. And these are like two bucks a piece because they're just printables. Right. But um, 
I finally got the guts up to like share it on a couple Facebook groups that are made for this church class. And now all of a sudden I was like selling like 30 or 40 a time. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It really just lit a fire under me. Um, Just thinking of the fact that like, I have very, a very small amount of time in my life. I I should say of like time that I can devote just for my business. Right. That's very limited. And so I need to do things that can maximize that time. Absolutely. It was just so freaking hard to do like, you know, all the commission and, um, and freelance kind of projects. They're a one-off kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. And so that gets really draining and you have to, you feel so much pressure to get it just right. And you're trying to read the mind of someone like you ask all these <laughs> questions and they're still like, oh, it's not quite right. And you're like, okay, well, I spent 12 hours. So <laughs> Here's another 12. <laughs> I know. It's like, wow, this is so hard. And I would get really nervous about asking enough money yeah. for my time. So when I started doing scalable things, I thought like, wow, this is really, this really has potential. Right. Because I can make one product and spend a bunch of time on that, but then it has unlimited amount of um, times that I can sell it over and over. Right. So that is really cool. And um, if you get that, enough products and then have returning customers and. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The more products so, yeah. you have, the more people, other people will see it and potential for, yeah, for growth. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And that's one thing that you helped encourage me to as Yay. well. Because you were talking about that. And I was like, yes, the thing that makes it tricky is that, um, well, we just finished building a house and so money's really tight. And that has been the case while building the house as well, but especially now. Um, And it's like, okay, I have these projects I could be doing and I could be like seeking out the people that have like mentioned like, oh, hey. You know, I could get back with those people and be like, hey, I'll do that project. But then I'm like, okay, it will just continue to be such a hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. And I do want to get to the point where I can do those things, but I've got to have in the background a more consistent humming, like this is work that I can, this is, pro- these are products I can sell without spending more of my hours. Right. Yeah. So I have been working on that and I'm really pumped. Good. Yes. It's so exciting. <laughs> that is, that's so exciting. Cool. I have, I have a few, they're like goals. They're basically goal setting workbooks, but they are hybrids of like, they have pages where there's coloring things to color. There's pages that are like a guided sketchbook where you give them topics and then they draw about it. There's also list making places and then journal writing, um, basically helping uh, kids and youth to make goals and to journal and to become the best that they can be. So yeah. I have a couple that I've uploaded onto Amazon and I haven't started like I, I, I need to move forward with the next process once I get them all uploaded because I made a couple different versions, one that's faith-based and one that's just like goal-based, you know, oh, like cool. yeah, to fit people's needs. But um, after that, I'm like, okay, now I need to like tell people. <laughs> uh-huh. It gets kind of nerve wracking, but it's all good. I'm getting better at like, I don't know, just being gutsy, just yeah. saying like, 
this is what I want to do. If I want to do it, like, why the crap shouldn't I do it? I need to stop worrying about what people think. Yeah, it that's been a hard shift for me from like, for a long time, I wasn't selling anything on my Instagram. And even like, all these products that I was working hard on, I didn't want to be spammy, because I was working on lots of projects, and products yeah. and like books and stuff. So I don't want to always be like selling my stuff. And it's like, I make a dollar per book or less, you know, on these. So it's like, it's not worth it to be spammy. But then as I was like getting really passionate about what I was wanting to promote with my courses and programs, I, it's been hard having to get over that fear of selling yeah. I seeing it more of like, this is a service I provide. I made this not to make money. I made this to help people and to, you know, help bring, bring light into the world. And so yes. trying to just like shift that perspective of, okay, it's not, it's not that I'm wanting to steal their money. It's that I'm wanting to help them. And this is just an exchange, you know, mm -hmm. it's hard. Yeah, it really is. I love that you say like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trying to steal their money. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only giving them an opportunity to buy a product that will make their life better. And if they don't feel like it will make their life better, that's okay. They don't have to buy it. Like, I'm not trying to dupe anybody. I'm not trying to yeah pull a fast one over them. I'm just offering something that I believe in and that I think can make a difference for them. So yeah. that's a cool thing, right? That's that's a that's a awesome thing. And I think maybe it's just that as people, we're always weary of like people's intentions, right? But so like I have this friend and I was talking to her today about it because she was like, oh it's so hard for me to want to sell things. And I was like, wait, no, like she has sold me on so many things because she's really passionate about certain books and whatever. And I, I buy them. I buy them. It's like, yeah, she'll talk <laughs> about it and be like so excited about it. And I'm like, oh, I need, I need to do that. Like, sounds so good. But then when it's her product, it's hard for her. And so it's like, how do we, how do we talk about our products as if somebody else had made it, we had used it and seeing the transformation or like the help that it provided in uh -huh. order to, to promote it in an authentic way that doesn't feel nervous or that it has. And maybe that maybe part of it isn't just like, cause she wasn't getting any money from like affiliate links or anything. It's not like she was making any money off of it. So I knew it was genuine, but also, um, Oh, what, what I just totally lost it. Genuine. Yeah. Hopefully it will come back to me. <laughs> No worries. I know how that, how that goes. Absolutely. Um, genuine. Well, well, why else would she see? It's such a tricky thing for me. I had the idea and then I, then I lost it because selling it's it. There's like a stress point in my brain about it <laughs> too. How do we get over that? <laughs> have you, have you ever posted about something where you talked about it and it felt good and natural for you? like yes. selling something. Yes. I can think of one time that I was super excited about something and I posted about it and like, I felt like it went really well. And it even had like, was received well by people on my social media, like on Instagram. But then afterward, I like started second guessing it. Mm, <laughs> I yeah. was like, offer these portraits. And then I like, didn't ever talk about them again. <laughs> Stupid. Oh my gosh. Uh. There's like this, at least for me, there's like this um hesitation of trying to look like I'm 
an attention hog. Like, oh, yeah. she's so attention seeking. Yeah. And that was something that was said about me and to me mm. as a child by my older siblings, because I was very much this hyper kid that was like, oh, and now I'm doing a dance, look at my dance. And now I'm singing a song, listen to my song. And so that's always in my brain, like, like, stop trying to get attention, you know, like, stop, like, you're always showing off. And so that is this constant thing where I have to fight it and be like, no, God has given every person gifts and a light that are meant to share. And in fact, if you don't share, then that is like way worse than, (laughs) you know, like that's not just neutral. It's like not good. He wants you to use those. And like, even if you don't believe in God, if you just believe that every person has something to offer this world, how sad if you get to the end of your life and thought like, I was so worried about looking like a show off that Mm -hmm. I never showed anything. And that like, if I believe that everyone has gifts until it comes to myself, and then I want to like, you know, shrink and hide it so that it doesn't make someone uncomfortable then I will never get to be the full expression of who I was supposed to be. Absolutely. That's so well said. So tragic. Yeah. Uh, Something that I've had to figure out too, is that like, there are people who might say things that are kind of negative and you might have family members even that are like, well, why are you doing this? Just like, like, just be a good mom. That's what's most important. And you're like, okay, I am doing my very best with my kids. I I really am. But I also feel like I have these other gifts that are like fighting to get out of me and a tr- like a trillion ideas in my brain that I feel can do good for others as well. And that is also worthy mm. and important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. we have to keep moving even if, Sometimes we do hear those comments. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry if you've been told that that would be really hard for me. People have been really supportive. And yet I still interpret that people are thinking those things. So somebody say that would be really, that would be really tough. Yeah. It'd be hard for me to be confident in what I knew to be true and instead be like, oh, maybe I'm being selfish or whatever but then like obviously if obviously hearing it from you it's like no like you're supposed to be doing this stuff Amy because you're you have so much light and love in you that needs to be expressed and shared with the world your kids are lucky to have you but like I think they can share you too you know thank you that yeah it's it it is kind of hard to get those little comments um and it's been pretty consistent but i also yeah. have a lot of love from these people so i'm like you know it's just a different generation absolutely it's a different way of thinking of things um one time i i saw a singer um his name is nathan pacheco he's also like a person of faith i saw him singing and i was so moved by his whole like just his concert. And he also shared stories in between each song, like personal experiences from his life. And I, it was so, so good. Um, and there were, there were, um, there was an artist at that same like meeting thing. And she was speaking about her work and how 
and her family and personal things. And the whole time I just kept thinking, I am so uplifted by these people. I am so grateful that they are doing what they're doing. I, there's nothing in me that's like, oh, you're attention seeking mm, yeah. and you're like trying to steal the spotlight from everybody else. And you think you're so cool. I'm like, I, that thought does not even cross my brain. And why mm. do I think that that is what other people will think about me? And even if there are a few, so what? There are more that it will help. And it just really like, I don't know, it kind of unlocked something for me to see them. And both of those artists, music, a musician and a, you know, visual artist, both of the love that was in their work, it touches people. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I feel How like bubbling inside of you. Yeah. Like you just have, yeah, so much love. So it's so genuine. No, it's not a bad thing. I don't know if I told you this in the last time we talked, but um, I learned that like judgments or people saying negative stuff like that it's usually because of like a jealousy thing or like they see something in you that they wouldn't have allowed themselves to do um so like so like a like modesty thing sometimes people judge people for wearing a certain outfit that's revealing and that's because they themselves would not be confident enough to do that you know that Uh they would judge themselves and so the people saying to you that are probably people who would judge them who have that voice in their head um to themselves and they're so intimidated by you being able to see past that, that they have to say it out loud to maybe see what you will do since they're already saying it to themselves. Anyways, since since hearing that I've noticed it more and more like within myself of noticing judgments and then being like, okay, that's a mirror. Let's see what that means about what I'm needing to get through internally. And it's been really, really consistently accurate. So. Yes. And it's, Oh, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Um, And it's helped me with, so I had, when I did my miracle month, um, Uh were you, did, did you see any of that? I saw when you were talking about it afterwards, like your recap, Okay, okay. like along the way, but I loved your, I loved what you were saying about it, like aiming high and seeing what can happen. And it was so inspiring. Yeah. So I was posting a lot about it last year when I was going through, yeah, my big goals and someone, someone commented or messaged me and was a little bit like, yeah, okay. This is like a little bit much. When are you going to post pretty drawings again? (laughs) Um, And I I have been drawing drawings, but like I, it was this like kind of this negative of like, this is kind of silly and what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, and I was able to like not be super offended by it because it did feel vulnerable and scary to be talking about this feeling and nobody cares or maybe it just feels I don't know I was yeah lots of insecurities but luckily when I read that I like had this calm feeling of like no like she feels really uncomfortable to set big goals for herself so it's uncomfortable for her to see somebody doing that because it's reminding her that she has been maybe playing small so wow it it helps a lot and it's helped since then in different ways of Uh thinking about it that way yeah that's so cool have you heard of Marie Forleo no I don't think so she's really cool you should look her up I will Um, uh, yeah she she 
uh, her goal is to help entrepreneurs um, and just people really to like dream big and go after their goals. And I love that. But she, she talked once about like jealousy and like, like if you're feeling jealous, like I've noticed this for myself, if I'm, if I'm seeing someone um, accomplish or do something and I'm feeling jealous, look into that. Like, am I feeling jealous because this is something that I would really love for myself? And I, maybe I don't even know it yet. Be like, why is this bringing up jealous feelings? And that was so interesting. Cause then when I feel that way, I can be like, wow, I didn't realize like, that is something I would love to do. Like I saw somebody, uh, giving like, I think it was like doing a, a retreat. It was Mm -hmm. a retreat and she was there had, there were speakers and, and she was one of the speakers and they had all these cool things at the retreat. And I was just like, ugh. I, I felt jealous and I'm like, what do I feel so, that's so stupid. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, that is something I would love to do someday. You'd want to present or create the whole retreat or talk to me. Yeah. Just like, I don't know either, both. (laughs) Okay. Let's do one. We're planning it. Part of a retreat. Wouldn't that be amazing? No, I like, we're planning it. We're doing this. Oh my gosh. I would love it. (laughs) Especially for like, like I have a big passion for helping moms. Yeah. Art moms. I was just thinking that. Yes. For helping moms to chase after their goals and dreams. Because when I started allowing myself to do that, when my, probably when my youngest was four, I kind of, I had suffered with a lot of big time postpartum depression and that started to change things around. When I started actually like going for things that I love and making time for it and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. When I started doing those things again, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still the person that loves art and Mm, has big goals and dreams. So I really feel that for moms, they need like, they need to go after goals. We need time to have to play and to do things that excite us. You know, it's like motherhood and homemaking is good, but we are also we were people before that, that doesn't need to be erased. It shouldn't be erased. So that, like, that is something I would love to just like, just help women get fired up about what are my goals? Yes. What do I want to do? How do I do it? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm inspired. Art, art <laughs> mom retreat. This is totally happening. Oh my gosh. It's you totally would be happening. You would be incredible at like teaching and facilitating. Oh my gosh. And you, you would do an amazing job connecting people and making sure that everybody was like feeling comfortable and participating. Oh, and it's, it's beautiful. I, I see it and it's, we're going to do this. So listeners, you just, uh, <laughs> just you stay wait. tuned. You stay tuned. And if there's anybody out there who's really good at executive skills, like (laughs) and scheduling. Actually, I already have someone in mind, so we're good. Oh, perfect. (laughs) That is where I feel like that's been a struggle too, because, well, and that's a big part of having ADHD for me is that I have big goals and ideas and dreams. And like, I'm not trying to sound conceited, but I have some good ideas. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. But the problem is I have struggled executing them my whole life. I'm like, is this a curse to have awesome ideas and not be able to make any of them happen? But that's my thing is I'm like, no, you can make them happen. It might take a lot more time than other people, but these ideas are worth it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not going to give up. And I just want other people to feel that too, that 
what they have is so worth it and that they can't give up. Absolutely. Man, you're a good cheerleader. <laughs> my, sister -law told, my sister in law told me before, can you be my main hype girl? Because I'm yeah. always like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the passion. I don't why don't we always do that for ourselves, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I hope that you have that voice in your head. Yeah, that you're you're giving out to all of us. I hope you do that for <laughs> yourself. Okay, we, we have seven minutes, but I want to hear your big art dream. So you have all these big ideas. We're going to do a retreat. It's happening. Oh um, what else? What else are the big... Like what else, have, what have you gotten jealous of for of other artists that have showed you, okay, that's something I should pursue? Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. I, I really want to get to a place where I have a consistent way of making amazing portraits of people. Um, I want them to be, and I learned a lot about this from your Find Your Style Boot camp. that was so helpful for me it was phenomenal you did such a good job Thank so you. I finally realized like okay this is the style I want to work in I love I love to do a realistic head drawing but then have all kinds of figurative or and like expressive colorful shapes and and objects or whatever around and that sounds so goofy no but I love it it's beautiful and everybody oh listening is going to look at your art and they're going to know what you're talking about and it's gorgeous I love oh it. my gosh so I want to make these portraits and I've already kind of started doing it but I, I've figured out my style of how to do it better I want to make portraits for people to see who they are but just beyond just the physical who they are because of course that's important but like who, how we look is how we see, how the world sees us, you know, but we're so much deeper. There's so much like the colors and the, and the, the light. And I don't know, our favorite animals, like all these things could make such a magical portrait that people can look at and really see themselves for their unique beauty inside and outside. So I really want to do that. Um, I also like the the workbooks I'm I just did one for children and youth and I want to make them for for women I want to make them for moms mm, it's kind of like a, a journaling process because I hate journaling but I used to love those you know those like all about me binders that you do in like third grade or something sure with the prompts they're, and stuff yeah yeah they're so fun I love reading mine I love reading my kids I wish my husband had kept stuff like that and I'm like man this is a form of like journaling or like a personal history sure. it's powerful to show yourself that you are worth telling your own story but not all of us like to just sit there and write about their day or whatever that feels mm -hmm. glorious yeah. so my whole goal is to make these workbooks that are like a very creative way of journaling like there's coloring and there's pages where you draw if you could like build your dream home what would it look like or like what you know like the quizzes online that are so fun they're mm -hmm. all things that show who you are but they're not this one one size fits all so it would be this really creative mishmash of all different kinds of journaling quizzes lists but it's a time that you could spend even just 10 minutes a day to do something creative that's just about and for you 
moms don't really get to do that. <laughs> right, right. At the retreat, we will be selling these workbooks for moms. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, that it's was a included part. in the price. Yeah. You know, I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm already figuring this out. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was a big part of it too. It's like, I want people to be able to do that at home, but also like come together and share stories, share who they are, be refreshed for life. And just, you know, when you meet up with friends and you love like these people you love and afterwards you feel on fire and you're just like, oh my gosh, life is you're, so good. I have you're so many- totally that person. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're the best. That's who you are. Thank oh man. You. So it just feels like I want to make art. I want to do things that art and um, connection. So creativity and connection, everything I want to do has to do with those two things. So I want to make art products and artworks that help people see the goodness and the beauty in them. And then I want to have, I want to do in-person retreats and get togethers where women women can really express that creativity and feel that connection. So yes, those are the things I want to do. You're in Idaho, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just like thinking of like, okay, maybe some workshops to warm us up for this retreat. I'm like, (laughs) my brain brain is starting because you have such, such a good energy that I just want. Yeah. I feel like people would really benefit from from learning from you and I just it's exciting to think about I want to do it the thing that intimidates me is all the all the details that are involved yeah yeah I'm much better at the big picture than the actual like okay how many people and how are you going to get a meal in there and how are you you know and I'm like I don't know I can't yeah I got a, I got a few, I got a few people that I'm thinking we, you know, talking to. So, so we'll, we'll work this out, but I wanted to mention one more thing is you were talking about like beauty and like the external thing is like what we see, but then there's so much more. And I was just thinking about your art and yeah, there's, I mean, it's been beautiful having this push for more diversity in art, but I've loved seeing what you do with, with past that, like you've seen further of what needs to be seen in diversity of like you know drawing people with like birthmarks or just 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 differences in all sorts of things not just skin color that there's so many different ways that we need to make it more acceptable to be different and to anyways I just think that's yeah. so gorgeous. you're yeah. amazing you're amazing well, and every person has has so much beauty and like and just celebrating those differences, like one size fits all beauty is just, it's just ridiculous. Like there's so, there's just such diversity in skin color. And, and I love the, like when people are brave enough to share like facial differences or, or, you know, different disabilities and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that's beautiful and it's, it should be celebrated as beauty. So I, I get really fired up about that. <laughs> okay. Before I go, I just need to say, Amy, like you here talking about that, you are not a show off. This is not the Amy show. You're not like posting and being like, I just want attention. Like you do this to connect with other people, to help uplift up, uplift other people. And I just, you're incredible. So keep showing up and sell your stuff because we want, we want that Amy energy in our life. Oh my so gosh. Thank you. You're, you're so- a gift. <laughs> You are a gift. Thanks for coming on. And uh, that was wonderful. So thank you. Thank you for letting me 
share my heart. Sometimes people around me are like, whoa, that's a lot. So no, no I love it. I um, love it. They just don't feel comfortable with their own emotions. There you go. <laughs> that's it. And I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I love her energy. She's so much fun. And uh, be on the lookout for our mommy artist retreat. Good times ahead. And one last thing before you go, if you have the desire to create passive income with your art so that you can make art and make money on that art for years to come without having to create new pieces every time, because that can be draining to be trading time for dollars, especially if you're busy and especially if creating a piece of artwork takes a lot of time and energy for you, it would be nice to be able to monetize that years to come with the pieces you've already created. And a lot of artists don't have health care or insurance. So to be able to continue making money on something you've already created can really beneficial be beneficial for your finances as an artist. So if you're interested in learning how to make more passive income with your art, please message me. You can find me on Instagram. I'll put my handle below, but reach out and I would love to chat with you about your art goals and where you're at and where you want to be and what is standing in the way of that. So we'll see you in the next episode and hopefully I'll be hearing from you soon.